I'm Megan Dewalt, and you're listening to the Remembrance and Redemption podcast. This is a space for you to download some truth and inspiration in your relationship with God because it is the most important relationship that we have. Remembrance changes everything, and so does receiving, which is going to be our theme here for a few weeks and also my one word for 2021. Let's dive in. list in the front page of my Bible written in Purple Pilot G207 pen, which is the most superior of pens, by the way, that you are welcome, with all my words for the years dating back to 2014. Early on, I learned I just did not have the self-discipline coupled with far too high pressure-filled expectations of myself to make healthy New Year's resolutions. So instead, I picked just one word, which was also quite the blogging trend to do at the time, and it stuck. More recently, the last few years, I've treated my birthday to be a more specific goal-slash-hope-setting day, but I digress. What about you? Do you set resolutions, goals, or simply write down a few hopes when each year dawns? Do you simply just choose one word, or do you do both? I know 2021 is already a week old now, but I would highly recommend prayerfully choosing one word for your year. And I'd like to share with you the stories behind a few of mine. 2018 was a year of fearless as well as fear, comma, less. Struggling with anxiety and pretty awful self-worth, I started counseling a new job and vocational ministry, and I went out of the country for the first time on a missions trip to Haiti. And I also carried a pretty major crush into that year on a guy from my still semi-new church who was going on said missions trip. I had a bracelet that I've since lost that had fearless stamped on it. In May of that year, I got a silver Haiti necklace from that guy that I had been crushing on because he was two months my boyfriend. December of that same year, that man got me a beautiful blue topaz white gold engagement ring. While it was not a year of much being still or being very silent to know that he is God, as the scripture says, I walked closer with him and knew and trusted that, yes, he is God. And in that, I feared less and moved scared. And that was courage because I grew to know the God who sees, cares, and knows, the God who is a giver of such good gifts in all provision. And our Lord led me out from 2018 and into 2019 with joy. Inspired by one of my favorite passages of scripture, Isaiah 55, 12, look it up. I chose joy because, well, I got married smack in the middle of that year. A month before that, in May, I got to baptize two amazing women. Literally, it was one of the greatest days of my life, and I say that having had my wedding day be a month later. It was sometimes hard-won joy that year because in such a pivotal time filled with change, exhaustion, and new normals, and new role, my anxiety was really high. It was a rich year, though, and I learned in a deeper way that joy is not happiness, but better. It colors the exhaustion, the growing pains with a bright hope and warm nearness that God is with us, our joy in this world, as we sang about over Christmas. 
And after such a full year of much joy, I was led out, not knowing where I was going from my vocational ministry job, a decision that was rife with paralyzing indecision, pain, and tears. But God is a God of peace. And so he led me into 2020, a year of peace. Yes, really not, ironically. I really struggled to come up with a word at the end of 2019, and I really didn't want this one, to be honest. But gosh, did I need it. Walking away from the best job I've ever had was completely at God's direction, though to what logical destination I knew not. Turns out, it wasn't so much a destination, but a year, a process of over 100,000 words written in content here online and content that is still marinating until God says go. It was a year of chronic indecision and overwhelm in giving up control and learning surrender. This year of peace, also this year of COVID-19. It was a year of starting a little blue pill called Zoloft to help with my ongoing anxiety and monthly mild depression that swelled with every menstrual cycle. It was a year of a lot of cooking and baking and crocheting, and did I mention writing, as well as leaning into the peace that remembering God in the everyday ups and downs and struggles of life can bring. Yeah, 2020 was a year, wasn't it? I'm grateful for it now, honestly, and I was through most of the year (laughs) as it was going on. Because I learned in tangible ways to drink deep of the peace of God that does guard my mind, that never runs out, that surpasses all my understanding. And in that learning, there came a wrestled out mess that wasn't aired but for half-baked sentences in my journal and messy prayers from my lips to God's ears. This wrestled, messy struggle of mine was to receive. And so, 2021 is my year to receive. Again, another word I grimaced at and didn't really want, but then over Advent last month, I read Galatians 4, 4 through 5. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. I have a feeling that as much as remembrance is a seamless thread woven from Genesis to Revelation, so is receiving. It is not a passive thing, but a mechanism of remembrance. To receive means to believe in. To believe in means we must remember and remind our souls, and repetitious receiving deepens an active faith. This is my prayer for 2021, my year to receive. For whatever word you might choose or find at any point during the next 358 days, May you humbly obey and receive whatever God through his Holy Spirit brings to mind with all he counsels you with in your day-to-day. And don't forget, he is our wonderful counselor, mighty God, and everlasting Father, our Prince of Peace and Savior King. Let him be the mountain you run to, the fountain of grace that you drink from, and your light that pierces through the dark take heart. He is with you and he is for you in Christ Jesus. If you can, take 10 today or whenever you have 10 minutes. Phone away, 
a pen and paper in hand, or even just a pen if you could or want to write on your skin. Remember 2020 and think on the vastly unknown 2021 and feel where your soul sits this day. How is your soul thirsty or hungry? Where do you need? Where do you desire growth? Admit it with the words of your soul or the words of your tongue. Your choice. God hears them all. And then wait just a few minutes to see how God wants to meet your need with a word from the word. A word of his character that is fully accessible to you right now because of Jesus' finished work on the cross. Write that word down, the word you long for, the word he gives you. And then dig into the Bible. Use a concordance or a quick Google search, Bible Hub, Bible Gateway, to see what God has to say about it. It's as simple and as stunning as that. God's witness and his word. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remembrance and Redemption podcast. If you liked what you listened to, I'd love to connect with you online, either on Instagram at Megan DeWalt, that's Megan with an H, or on my blog, MeganDewalt.com, where you can sign up and receive a written transcript of each week's episode, as well as exclusive content and extra resources to spur you on in your walk with God. Remember your redemption and receive His grace. See you next week.